الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله على محمد وعلى آله وصحبه وسلم We resume the tafsir, the explanation of the Noble Quran and this is under part 30, uh, surah number 91, surah al-shams Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَالشَّمْسِ وَضُحَاهَا Can we have the first verse uh, or he left brother Kailans? Uh, there is can we have the first uh, first verse, Brother uh, Guidance? Jazakallah khair. Washamsi wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the shams, by the sun. And not only by the sun, but as well as by other things as we will see. And from that is the brightness of the sun. Is the brightness of the sun. Washamsi wa and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is swearing by the uh, al-shams, by the sun and its light. Why? Because of the magnificent verse, the magnificent signs that the, uh, this, uh, this uh, creation of Allah exemplifies. And it really testifies for the perfect ability of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and his perfect knowledge as well as perfect mercy. So in this sun there are so many signs uh, that are not really comprehended by many people. Uh, just imagine when the sun rises, imagine the great uh, uh, saving and then the great production of energy and uh, that uh, this creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala produces and the saving that uh, this, you know, on, on the economical level, how much saving is there from energy for millions of people on earth. And also the warmth that touches the earth from it, which is needed for the production and growth of vegetation and plants and so forth. And only known to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that. And also there is many, there are many other benefits which one cannot really enumerate why? Because many of that, uh, or much of that, uh, indeed uh, relates to the science of astrology and the science of geology and, and many other sciences, uh, all of which uh, tells that indeed this is a great sign from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala uh, makes an oath by this uh, creation, which is the sun and its brightness. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes another oath by Al-Qamar. Al-Qamar meaning the moon. And then in the next verse as we read, Wal-Qamari idha talaha. And by the moon as it follows. <laughs> as it follows. Okay. All right. Sorry for this interruption. Uh, now, may Allah guide him. So the second uh, oath made is by the moon, and by the moon, إذا تلاها. إذا تلاها, it has two meanings. إذا تلاها, it has two meanings. The first meaning, as it follows it, meaning in movement, as it follows it, meaning follows the sun in movement. And the other is as it 
follows in its illumination as it follows in its illumination and we know from the rulings of tafsir that when a verse can accommodate uh, two non-opposing meanings then the verse uh, in this case you know can accommodate these two meanings and therefore we can take by by both meanings since they are non-opposing non-contradictory and in this case it will give a vast coverage to the meaning and this is a very beneficial rule in tafsir in the explanation of the noble Quran so therefore we say that as and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is uh, making an oath by the moon as it follows in its movement and or as it follows in its illumination and we know that uh, uh, the moon gets far away every day from the sun gets far away every day from the sun so uh, in the beginning of the sun you find the moon uh, close from the direction of the west close to the sun from the direction of the west and in the middle of the month it will be farther away in the direction of the east MashaAllah Jazakallah khair sister Muslima. so in the middle of the month you will find it far away uh, farthest away actually in the direction of the east because every day it's delayed meaning the moon in its movement or <coughs> as we said earlier as it follows it in in the illumination because when the sun sets the light of the moon and the illumination of the moon begins to set itself and especially in the uh, you know it begins to show up especially uh, in the uh, second quarter to the end of the third quarter you will find the uh, light uh, of the moon uh, very clear the illumination of the moon very very uh, clear and apparent so that means that <coughs> after seven days okay after seven days until there is seven days also from uh, the from the moon from the month you will find that the illumination and the uh, of the moon is very very intense however in the in the first week and in the last week you will find that it is weak uh, and from this also we know that the illumination of the moon uh, does not really uh, take place except after the disappearance of the brightness of the sun as it is apparent so Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala now makes an oath by the sun because it is the sign of the day because it is the sign of the day and also by the moon because it is the sign of the night so we move now to the verse number 3 verse number 3 وَالنَّهَارِ إِذَا جَلَّاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the day and by the day as it shows up and uh, also meaning إِذَا جَلَّاهَا as it shows up it shows up the earth and this is another meaning to that which you have seen there alaykum salam rahmatullahi ta'ala wa barakatuh meaning وَالنَّهَارِ the day as it uh, uncovers uh, the earth and makes it really clearly noticed and seen why? Uh, because it's a day it is a day and 
in the day things become apparent and seen now in the other verse in the other verse that comes and inshallah we will combine all of them in a, in a short while and the other verse that comes look at the contrast now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the day and then in contrast the next one is that which contrasts with the day and that is the night and by the night as it as it covers the earth as it covers the earth and it will look like a sheet spread upon something okay, shielding it and this is very apparent when if somebody is flying and in an airplane in an airplane and he comes to a point where the sun he sees the sun setting and while in the plane you will look and you will find that the earth below you is dark underneath you is dark and under, under this altitude you see the sun setting however the earth beneath you upon which the sun is setting you will find it so da dark as if it is covered by a clock as if it is covered by a clock a black clock this is the meaning of وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا يَغْشَاهَا and some of the interpretation as well holds as the night conceals it referring to the sun then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَالسَّمَاءِ another oath by the heavens alaykum assalam rahmatullahi no problem and this will be verse number 5 وَالسَّمَاءِ وَمَا بَنَاهَا and by the heaven and him who built it and in contrast now look at the now Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is making an oath by the heaven and then by what? and by the earth the heaven and this is in contrast there is another oath by the earth and him who spreads it subhanahu wa ta'ala who spread it so uh, the and by the heaven and and by the heaven وَمَا بَنَاهَا one meaning one meaning is that it refers to the sama to the heaven and its build up and its build up because the heaven is lofty vast and strong lofty vast and strong and there are so many signs in the heaven as well and its structure is firm its structure is firm and strong as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala states in another verse let's have this verse please chapter 67 verses 3 and 4 chapter 67 verses 3 and 4 ما ترى في خلق الرحمن من تفاوت فارجع البصر هل ترى من فطور ثم ارجع البصر كرتين ينقلب إليك البصر خاسئا وهو حسير in Surah Al-Mulk chapter 67 verse 3 and 4 please 
Can we have that? Okay. One who has created the seven heavens, one above another, you can see no fault in the creation of the most beneficent. Then look again. Can you see any rifts? Then look again, and yet again, your sight will return to you in a state of humiliation and worn out. All of this really illustrates the magnificence of the heavens. Then the other one, the other verse, Al-Ard concerning the earth and the earth and by the earth and whom he spread it and whom he spread it meaning that the one subhanahu wa ta'ala who spread the earth and so it is leveled so it is leveled and it is neither too soft nor too um, rocky okay neither too soft nor too rocky but, but it is really fitting to the creatures fitting to their needs and this is from the blessings of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon his slaves that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has made this earth leveled as well as soft and between softness and ruggedness except for few places except for few places and then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala swears وَنَفْسٍ makes an oath by وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا the next verse please from the same surah surah al-shams وَمَا سَوَّاهَا chapter 7 and by the nafs <coughs> although here uh, it refers to a single it came in the singular form yet what is intended is a general thing meaning every person every person and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says وَمَا سَوَّاهَا and him who perfected uh, this the person in the due proportion and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala had perfected each uh, of his creation in accordance with the uh, with that which fits his conditions and his or its status Allah ta'ala in another verse Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in according very close to this meaning الذي أعطى كل شيء خلقه ثم هدى as in Surah Taha chapter 20 verse 50 chapter 20 verse 50 الذي أعطى كل شيء خلقه ثم هدى can we have the verse please Surah Taha, verse 50. O Lord, who gave to each thing its form and nature, and then Thumma Hada, then guided it aright. And guided it aright. Meaning, guiding it aright to achieve its benefits to achieve its benefits and also Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has perfected the creation on the fitrah on the fitrah which is the purity and which is the tawheed the ingrained nature in us in submitting to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in sincerity 
and in purity. Allah Ta'ala, as Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala stated in Surah Al-Rum, chapter 30, verse 30, chapter 30, verse 30, فَأَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فَأَقِمْ وَجْهَكَ لِلدِّينِ حَنِيفًا فِطْرَةَ اللَّهِ الَّتِي فَطَرَ النَّاسَ عَلَيْهَا So set your face towards the deen, towards the deen, towards the religion of Tawheed, of pure monotheism. Worshipping none but Allah. This is Allah's fitra, this natural inclination of Tawheed with which He has created mankind. Then Allah says, وَنَفْسٍ وَمَا سَوَّاهَا فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا and the same in the next verse, verse number 8, verse number 8, فَأَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا وَتَقْوَاهَا Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed these, when He showed uh, the, these persons, He showed them His guidance, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala started by saying, أَلْهَمَهَا فُجُورَهَا Showed them what is wrong for him and what is right for him, for the person or persons. And uh, what is fujur? Fujur in Arabic is that which is opposes piety. So the wrongdoings which stand in opposition to piety. And piety means obedience to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and therefore fujur is disobedience or wrongdoing. <coughs> and therefore uh, when somebody is called a fajr, a fajr, this means a person who disobeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the highest uh, form of disobedience, the highest form of disobedience is kufr, is kufr. So a fajr could be disobedient to Allah and his disobedience could be a state of disbelief itself. As we read in Surah Al-Mutaffifin, verse 7, Kalla inna kitaba, look, al-fujjar, lafi sijjin, truly the record, the writing of the deeds of the Fujjar is preserved in Sijin and here it, it refers to the Kafirs, to the disbelievers on the other hand Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala showed the right for these persons or for the person <coughs> which is in accordance with the Fitrah which is in accordance with the ingrained nature because disobedience is kharijun an al-Fitrah is something which is uh, uh, which is away from fitra, which is away from fitra, meaning it is not matching the fitra. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala may show some people this path, this deviant path. Why? Because of their insistence on deviation, because on their, of their insistence on deviation. As in Surah Al-Saf, Verse 5 فَلَمَّا زَاغُوا أَزَاغَ اللَّهُ قُلُوبَهُمْ So when they turned away So when they turned away Meaning from the path of Allah Allah turned their hearts away Meaning from the right path 
And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala does not inflict injustice upon anyone. Yet, however, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, with respect to him, when he knows, and he knows well, perfection, I mean, his knowledge is perfection, uh, that such and such person does not really intend uh, good and insist on the deviation, then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala turns his heart away from guidance. And he subhanahu wa ta'ala knows well these or this type of people or these persons. To them, to him subhanahu wa ta'ala, they are very well known. And then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in verse 9 and verse 10, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا قَدْ أَفْلَحَ مَنْ زَكَّاهَا وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَا Indeed, the successful one, the one who purifies his own self, then obeys Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and stays on the path of Tawheed. And أَفْلَحَ أَفْلَحَ means succeed. What does it really, really imply? Meaning, attained what is sought. This is, this is the success. Attaining what is sought and what وَنَجَى مِنَ الْمَرْهُوبِ And he was, and to be saved from what is frightening. Right? Attaining what is sought and be saved from what is frightening. This is success. This is success. So indeed he succeeds who? What? Purifies his own self, obeys and performs all that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala orders him to do. And in this case he will attain uh, the righteousness and will be saved from the frightening consequences of disobedience in this life and in the hereafter. So the one who purifies himself, man zakkaha, meaning purifies oneself. And this don't, it does not mean the blameworthy purification which is re- referred to in Surah An-Najm where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala warns the believers not to uh, you know, purify themselves in one sense. Like uh, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says there, فَلَا تُزَكُّوا أَنفُسَكُمْ In Surah An-Najm, verse 32, and don't sanctify yourselves. Okay, you're saying, I, I am such and such and so forth. Uh, this is blameworthy. This is blameworthy. What is meant by purification here, meaning to purify oneself by having it uh, on a course of sincerity and purity from shirk and from the evil uh, consequences of disobedience so that it continues to be pure so that it continues to be uh, pure then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says uh, in, 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 in contrast وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَ عَلَيْكُمْ السَّلَامُ رَحْمَةُ اللَّهِ تَعَالَى وَبَرَكَاتُهُ وَقَدْ خَابَ مَنْ دَسَّاهَ the next verse please uh, the verse number 10 verse number 10 عَلَيْكُمْ السَّلَامُ and indeed he fails who corrupts his own self meaning casting himself into destructive means and acts of disobedience and from this we know that each one of us needs Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and therefore needs to invoke him to make him firm and steadfast on obedience in this life and in the hereafter and therefore we have always to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala steadfastness, beneficial knowledge, righteous deeds. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala asserts to us in Surah Al-Baqarah chapter 2, 
And if my slaves asks you concerning me, فَإِنِّي قَرِيبٌ I am very, indeed I am, or verily I am near. أُجِيبُ دَعْوَةَ الدَّاعِ إِذَا دَعَانَ I respond to the invocations of the supplicant when he calls on me. Meaning without any mediation, without any intercessor. Okay. فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي وَلْيُؤْمِنُ بِي So that they may, uh, so that they may, فَلْيَسْتَجِيبُ لِي may obey me and believe in me. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ What will be the consequence of this obedience? And believe in Allah. لَعَلَّهُمْ يَرْشُدُونَ So that they may be led aright. So that they may be led aright. So this constitutes now the tafsir, the explanation. This concludes the explanation of these ten verses, the first ten verses from Surah Ash-Shams, from Surah Ash-Shams, chapter 91 of the Noble Quran. Inshallah ta'ala, we continue tomorrow the uh, next verses, inshallah ta'ala. Now, if there are any questions, we'll take them, inshallah. Fine.